the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. You can watch the show on the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page. You can watch it on the 9890 Answer Facebook page. I've been streaming it on my own personal Facebook pages. Only hour number one, though. Hour number two, got to go to the uh, station Facebook pages. That's where we'd like to eventually have you congregate. Uh, some of my Twitter sites have it as well. And we're starting a Bruce Hooley after show at 1 o'clock on my personal channels. And I think we can put those on the uh, station channels as well. So... Check that out at 1 o'clock. There's always leftovers in the uh, Bruce Hooley Show refrigerator after the show, stories we don't get to. Uh, and we will do at 12.20 today, 12.20, yeah, 12.20-ish, uh, Today and Crazy. There's never a shortage of headlines for Today and Crazy. And we'll have some of those today. In fact, the whole show has pretty much been Today and Crazy. Today, talking about the way you're being played, programmed, lied to, about the affordable housing quote-unquote crisis in Columbus and the astronomical skyrocketing rents in Columbus. Then you get 12 paragraphs into the story, and you're like, oh, our average rent is $400 under the national average. And, oh, our rate of increase in rents is well below the national rate of increase in rents. But experts say we're not building enough. And, of course, you have to pay attention to the experts. Now, yesterday I talked about uh, Franklin County commissioners pumping millions into health care equity. I'll get back into that at 1235 today because I uh, checked with uh, some people in the medical profession about whether or not we actually have inequity in health care. Because, you know, my experience uh, spending a fair amount of time in hospitals over the past couple months and getting a fair amount of treatment and interacting with, I think I have four different doctors, is that at least at Ohio Health, shout out to Riverside Methodist Hospital and Dublin Methodist Hospital, they've been over backwards to ask us questions about, is there anything we need or all our needs being met? Is there anything extra they can do? And I'm thinking, well, if they're doing that for us. They got to be doing that for people below us on the income scale. So I got some interesting uh, information on that that I'll share with you at 1235 today. But here at the top of the second hour, I wanted to address uh, what I hope is a topic that is no longer in the news, is no longer in vogue, is no longer even talked about in the future, and that hinges one thousand percent on the reelection, well, the election of Donald Trump. If Biden's reelected, we'll get more utter nonsense equity initiatives and diversity inclusion initiatives and all that because the Democrats will be like, "Up, oh, look, America loves this crap sandwich we've been sh- jamming down its throat." 
So we're going to do more of it. And we're going to do more disadvantaging our political opponents. You do realize that a vote for Joe Biden is a vote for Kamala Harris as your president sometime between 2025 and 2029. You do realize that the gusher of illegal immigrants coming across the border will only increase in a second Biden term. You do realize that once they're not accountable to the reelection of Joe Biden, your energy prices, they'll give not one care about how high they go. Everything will get worse than it already is, and as has been articulated in the Salem News Channel updates and on this show, prices are up 18 to 19 percent since Joe Biden took office, and your real wages are down 2 percent. So you're 20 percent worse off in terms of affording the things that you need just to stay where you were in 2020 or early 2021 when Donald Trump left office. And it's going to get worse because... From the highest echelons of the Biden administration, they are 1,000% all in on this idea of equity. Headline, Daily Wire. State Department releases updated plan to embed equity into all aspects of foreign policy. So see, you can take comfort that they're not just cramming this crap sandwich down your throat. They're going to cram it down our allies' throats and anybody else outside America who wants to do business with America. And the chief messenger on this garbage is Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who says that inequity is a national security challenge with global consequences. This is contained in an update to a Biden administration initiatives to push diversity, equity, and inclusion policies at all levels of the federal government and to push DEI into all aspects of State Department policymaking. Principles advocated by the State Department include efforts to combat hate and promote inclusive democracy. That's a woke way of saying that they're going to disadvantage some people to advantage other people, all under the guise of fairness and democracy. They're going to push, and I quote, racial equity and justice globally and advance, quote, gender equity and equality globally. Oh, boy. The report said that increased immigration, global warming, and the COVID-19 pandemic all made racism more, not less, virulent. Does anybody notice anything strange about that equation? The reason why we need more equity, they say, is because all these three things made racism more prevalent across the world. Do a check as we go through the three things and ask yourself, who's responsible for these three things? Increased immigration. Who's responsible for that? Was that Trump? No. Global warming. Is Trump the one talking about global warming all the time and spreading the lie that you can do anything about global warming as long as India and China and Russia do nothing about it? No. And the COVID-19 pandemic, was Trump the one who said, you know, we got to lock her down and we got to 
shut her down. <laughs> was Trump the one who wanted to open up by Easter of 2021? And everyone's like, oh, you can't do that. You see the lunatic fringe here at work? Increased immigration, global warming, COVID-19 pandemic, all driven by Democrats, are all responsible for making racism more of a problem. And don't worry, they have a solution for it. It's to embed equity everywhere across the world. And they are so determined to do it that in early February, Antony Blinken issued a memo to State Department staffers on one of the most pressing issues facing America. Now, what would you say that is? Like terrorism? Like we, I saw the other day we had 20,000 Chinese nationals coming across the border. Does anybody leave China without China knowing? I'm saying no to that. Does anybody notice, like, the people who are coming here for asylum and because they're under threat, does anybody find it odd besides me that they're predominantly young single males or they're middle-aged single males? Where are their families? Do they not have families? If they're persecuted in Venezuela and Honduras and China and everywhere, like if you're if you're persecuted, like wouldn't you bring your family with you? Now, if you're coming here not because of that, if you're coming here to I don't know, wage mayhem and, and, and attack America from within. Then I could see why you'd leave your family behind where they are. What does Antony Blinken offer to the State Department in terms of a way that they can fight misgendering, which he says is a gigantic threat coming for the soul of America? Well, Antony Blinken says in his memo, modeling DEIA, I don't know what the A stands for, uh, asinine maybe, gender identity best practices. And Antony Blinken has a list of terms that people should not use and terms they should use in order to further equity at the State Department. You are no longer supposed to use the phrase brave men and women. You are to use the term (laughs) brave first responders. You are no longer to use the terms mother or father, but you are allowed and encouraged to use the term parent. You may not use the term you guys, even though uh, I believe Antony Blinken did use that in an earlier missive that was cited in the story that I'm looking at. Oh, here it is. No, it's brave men and women. Last year in a Veterans Day ex-post, Blinken wrote, we stand united in honoring the brave men and women who serve our country. Whoops. He says you cannot use husband and wife. You must use spouse or partner. You must not use son or daughter. You must use child. And of course, of course, he says staffers should not pressure someone to list their pronouns, but they should announce their pronouns in every meeting and in every email, their preferred pronouns. The rapidly gaining in popularity today in crazy uh, lies before us right now. We have several headlines, never a shortage. Uh, One of them is (laughs) off the chart crazy. Uh, But we start with a gentleman by the name of 
John Anthony Castro. John Anthony Castro, did you know, is a candidate for president. I did not know this. A Republican candidate for president. Uh, The New York Times refers to him as a long-shot Republican presidential candidate. Well, I would say so, since we're bearing down on Super Tuesday, and I've never heard of him. But now I'm about to tell you all about John Anthony Castro. Uh, John Anthony Castro is a guy who went to law school. He's 33 years old. Don't you have to be 35 to be? Oh, no, excuse me. He's not 33 years old. I got confused. He's not 33 years old. He's facing 33 felony counts of aiding and assisting in the preparation and presentation of false and fraudulent tax returns. Each count carries a sentence of up to three years in prison if he is convicted. Now, why is this under the headline today in crazy? Because John Anthony Castro has been, besides filing apparently false tax returns, has been engaged in another enterprise. And that enterprise has been trying to get Donald Trump disqualified from being on the ballot in 27 states. Castro, according to the Times, has unleashed a, and I quote, fire hose of litigation in at least 27 states asserting that Trump is barred from the presidency by Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. (laughs) Mr. Castro graduated from law school but has never been licensed to practice law in any state. He's a, he's a real success story, this guy. In a phone... This is lovely. Remember, it's today and crazy. In a phone interview on Wednesday, Mr. Castro claimed he was being persecuted and retaliated against by Trump appointees in the Justice Department. I have a question. Are there Trump appointees in the Justice Department who would have the sway to overrule the Merrick Garlands of the world, bosses above them on the food chain who would be absolutely and totally thrilled if Trump were barred from the ballot. Yet they're coming after lawyer but not licensed to work anywhere, John Anthony Castro, for filing false tax returns. Headline number one in Today and Crazy. Headline number two comes from Minneapolis, where an area school district there The uh, name of the school district is the St. Louis Park Public School District, but it is in Minneapolis, not St. Louis. Now says it will allow Muslim families to opt out of LGBTQ books, which uh, these Somali residents of this public school district have protested books with gender and sexuality themes because they conflict with their religious beliefs. The books include Our Subway Baby, which is about two men who adopt a baby. My Shadow is Pink, which is about a boy who wears dresses. And Ho-O-Anawi, Hula Warrior, which is about a young Hawaiian girl who wants to lead a boy's hula team. Now, what I find interesting about this today in crazy headline is that this public school district is allowing Somali parents to object to these woke books being put in front of their students on the basis of an authentic religious objection. But I'm curious to know how far evangelical Christian parents would get if they offered the exact same justification 
for not wanting their students subjected to those books. Anybody else share that curiosity? I'm sure you do. And now for the final headline, and this story is (laughs) quite something. The headline, New York Magazine's financial advice columnist admits she lost $50,000 to a scammer claiming to be a CIA agent. I think you'd be wise not to follow her financial advice. Her name is Charlotte Coles, who pens a financial advice column for The Cut, a digital fashion news site that operates under the umbrella of New York Magazine. She wrote a first-person account on Thursday titled, The Day I Put $50,000 in a Shoebox and Handed It to a Stranger. Remind me on Friday when Josh Pick is in here to ask Josh if this is a good investment strategy to put $50,000 in a shoebox and hand it to someone who says they're a CIA agent in a white Mercedes. Yeah, I'm guessing Josh will say no. Well, as soon as he finishes laughing at it. According to Coles, a mysterious man called her one evening in October and got her attention after he said he knew her social security number, home address, the names of family members, and that her two-year-old son was playing in the living room of her Brooklyn apartment. Uh, Word to uh, Charlotte Coles, close your drapes at night, girlfriend. She wrote in the column, the man told me my home was being watched, my my laptop had been hacked, and we were in imminent danger. The man also claimed Coles had 22 bank accounts, nine vehicles, and four properties registered to her name. Did she ask for proof? No, she did not, because she was terrified. The man said that these accounts were used to wire more than $3 million overseas, mostly to Jamaica and Iraq. And then she was asked by this mysterious man, did she know someone named Stella Suki Kwong? She said no, but he said to her, there were warrants out for my arrest in Maryland and Texas. She was charged with cyber crimes, money laundering, and drug trafficking. Now, Cole said at this point in time, she checked her credit score, bank and credit card accounts, and nothing looked out of the ordinary. Yet, after being told by the man, I can help you, but only if you cooperate, she was told not to alert her husband, the police, or a lawyer. (laughs) Financial advice columnist. She then was ordered to put 50 grand in cash in a shoebox, tape it shut, carry it to the sidewalk in front of her apartment, and hand it to someone in a white Mercedes SUV. The man told her that she was to, quote, put the box through the window, say thank you, and go back inside without looking at the driver. My office is in Langley, the scammer told her. We do not have enough time. We need to act immediately. Yeah. Today in Crazy. Charlotte Coles. 50 grand lighter. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.